Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So Emily knew I was about to be ranty and she was telling me some things just before we hit record and you should have seen the level of sass this woman picked up her drink. And I can drink it. from a straw and put out a whole message with my face. Well, you know, when they're like, spill some tea, like that was the like the level of like, vibe she just put off. So you know, this episode is about to be <laughs> golden. <laughs> and I've also been spending a lot of time being really positive and cheerful in our DMs. And so I just don't have that same energy to deliver here. So it's going to be a little bit more straight to the point because I feel like this crowd, these two million listeners are just, you know, my close friends and confidants. Yeah. Where we can really air with y'all our unpopular, strong opinions that rub people the wrong way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we cut our listenership in half next month, so be it. Well, because this is a problem. This is like a massive problem and it's industry specific. Sure. But it's affecting our entire audience. And so I'm mad about it. I have feelings and you're going to hear about it. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. I also have feelings about Esther. You should tell them where you put her. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you guys. Okay. So if you are a new client of ours and you've like recently onboarded, you are starting to see this thing. And if you have serious FOMO, this is going to make you want to be a client of ours, Um, but you're going to see this guide that you're going to be sent right after, like as we're onboarding you and we're introducing our team and we have a little bit bigger team now that I'm used to having. And so when we had all the boxes of our little beautiful faces, it was an uneven number. And so there was like a row and then there was a row of four and then there was a row of three and the three could not be centered on the row of four. And it was driving me insane. And so I was like, we absolutely have to put something in here. So I was like, who on our team hasn't been represented? It doesn't make sense for this person. That doesn't make sense. And so literally I was like, can we just put Esther on there? Esther, who is Abby, is this your first and only experience and failure at fostering? It's my only foster. I've adopted all three of our dogs, but one 
first attempt, first failure. <laughs> yes, first attempt, first failure. I'm not mad about it. Although I guarantee you, you all have heard her. Because yeah, do you want to hear? This is me mimicking Esther. <sighs> <sighs> It feels so bad. So I just forget at this point, like it's, I'm so used to it, but I'll hop on stories and I'll listen to it you back. Know, you forget that this beagle has lived a life smoking three packs a day. <laughs> she has severe lung damage, which it just, she came with the package. We adopted an elderly, very abused. She has like a nipple patch now to bring her off her old <laughs> habit. She used to. You have those long Virginia slims. <laughs> no, but she does. She does cough, and it's painful to hear. But also, I'm so used to it that it's in the background of all sorts of things. It's the background of your life now, and she is officially a team member, a client support animal for her clients inside the incubator. And so, if you need some Esther support in your life, you should definitely go to bossproject.com slash incubator. It's true. You should. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. This reminds me of the time. Do you remember when we used our dog's testimonials for, oh, yeah. for Trello? Yeah. And then we kept it up there for like five years. I think it's still on the page. <laughs> you guys, hack. If you don't have a testimonial yet for your amazing service and offer, use your pet. For real, because your pet has heard every idea about your offer. And I guarantee you, if they could talk, if they could use those little pet buttons, they could communicate your offer benefit <laughs> button, to... Like on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They would just bebop those buttons to sell your offer, sell your service to yeah. someone. They, I guarantee you they could do it. So because of that, I think it's a very authentic and genuine. If you have a guinea pig, put your guinea pig up there. You think we're joking, but I'm, I'm dead not. serious. I'm dead serious. People love it. It just I, now, if you're not an animal person, then maybe not. But like, if it's a part, you could put your house plant. Your house plants also hear you. It's true. So you could put your garden vegetables. <laughs> there, the options are endless. Honestly, if you need help coming up with a mystery testimonial person please dm me this please is, my DM us on Boss this is my niche service offering that i do under the table <laughs> you know what i would love to do under the table and i'm so jealous of my quote-unquote internet friend sherry petersick of young house love in her past life she well she still does advertising and marketing and copywriting for brands but she her claim to fame and she cannot tell us the company the actual brand but i've narrowed it down she names products like that's what she does for a living outside of her amazingly successful blog but her claim to fame is that she's named a very famous bacon burger and i'm convinced it's the baconator oh and I just think that's really cool. And I would love that as a job. <laughs> True. Naming shit. Absolutely. Also, if you need me to name your business, this is also the other side thing I can do for free in the DMs. <laughs> we moonlight. <laughs> I have named so many businesses for people who are just overthinking this yeah. part. We did it for a client last week. I said 30 seconds right now. We're going to name this. And we did right. it. Well, we did two last week because I did one in the DMs. That's the level of service you get inside the incubator, friends. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. So are you ready for this level of sass that I'm yeah. about to get? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a, do you guys remember that stupid show, uh, Celebrity Deathmatch, where like it was on MTV and it was like these claymation celebrities and they would like fight in the ring and it was just this like really obnoxiously narrated thing. That's what we're doing, but it's serving versus marketing. Ding, ding, ding. They're in the ring and we're going to fight it out. It's true. It's true. Okay. So here's where this comes from. I just honestly so pissed on behalf of my clients. Okay. (laughs) Because they have been marketed to and they have been manipulated and they have past trauma. They have wasted so much time and so much money. And I'm so mad for them that I am going to go on record and say on record, on record, (laughs) hear me out. The business quote unquote education industry is rampant with marketing pros and dare I say bros Trying to teach other people to become marketing minions instead of actually teaching foundational business concepts. Yeah, that like don't change. No, it's so frustrating. And like, I get it because I'm a marketer too. Okay. Like I have a marketing background. I went to school for marketing and design. So like it's in my blood. I understand the desire. Butterfly clippies in third grade, y'all. That was my first business. Right. But marketing is not the key to success here. I hear crickets. <laughs> They're like, huh? No, it's literally not. Now, you're going to come at me with like a million examples, and that's besides the point. But I know personally millionaires with zero social following and successful businesses. <clears throat> well, The question truly ultimately comes down to, do you think that if you market more, you will land more clients? Or do you think if you serve more, you will land more clients? I think that's the true question. That's the actual question that's up for debate here. And it's not that marketing is bad. No. But what has happened is that we've heard so many of our clients recently say, and I quote, I hate marketing. And part of us cringes on the inside because we know that marketing isn't what it's been perceived as in the last couple of years. Marketing as a whole is not TikTok and Reels and Instagram and beating algorithms and pivoting on the fly and toxic hustle energy of marketing isn't all what marketing is. Mm -mm. Marketing is so much more than that. But ultimately, the the true difference is, is you can also serve and market or you can market market. And ultimately, the type of people that we work with, I feel like have been underserved for years Mm -hmm. of people who are empathetic introverts, Mm -hmm. who have a deep, deep passion for impacting their clients on magnitudes that are unheard of, Mm -hmm. who are really overwhelmed with all of the marketing tactics that they think they have to do in order to build the business that they want. Because here's the truth. This is foundational truth. And you can disagree with me, and I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, but social media is not required. An email list is not required. A digital product or a digital offer or a course is not required. Paid ads are not required. Not every business needs the same thing, period. Nope. Nope. Here's the cool thing that we've been doing. I know we're not like 
we didn't invent this. We're not the only ones doing it. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is we as Boss Project, as as partners over the past couple of years have been hitting this kind of like, "Uh, why don't we like this? Uh, Why is it not working? Uh, Why like the way that even we are doing business fell out of alignment, right? We've talked about that. We talked about how 2018 was like, the year of the awakening for us, because there were so many things that we were doing out of alignment because we have fallen into this too of what we think we have to do in order to grow, where we think we have to spend money in order to grow. And when we finally got back to our service-based industry roots that we started this with, that's who we are as a core, the type of people that we are, all of a sudden we started not only loving business more, but serving dreamier clients. And we didn't have to go hunt them down and get them in troves Troves? Throves. Troves? Troves? Troves. In in lots, in large quantities. (laughs) We didn't have to do that. No. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh shit. Okay. This is actually a reality. Yeah. And I know if you're wanting to fight me, it's probably because you're like, well, they're on social. Well, they have an email list. Well, they have digital products. Well, they do ads. Sure, we do. Our business is also extremely complicated and unnecessary and expensive. And like, I want life to be simpler for people. I love what I do, but I can teach you a simpler approach to doing business. I literally couldn't handle it. I don't know if you guys realize, I literally couldn't do it anymore on my own. We built a business that we can no longer support personally. Mm -hmm. And so we had to hire a staff to Mm -hmm. run it. I don't necessarily want that for you. I mean, if you want people to help you grow, fantastic, fantastic. But I don't want you to hit a point where you are requiring to hire in order to just run the basics, to keep going, to keep doing what you've been doing. Yeah. It is troves, by the way, T-R-O-V-E-S. I had to Google it. It means stockpile, mass, hoard, a heap, a pile. That's what I meant, troves. For all of you yelling at the podcast when I said throves, which I don't even think is a word. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Literally fine. But here, here's the thing. I'm not, and this is the important takeaway here. There is no one marketing strategy that I think is necessarily inherently bad. No, only scamming and like guilting. <laughs> I guess maybe it's, yeah, it's absolutely a marketing. Technique. Okay. So Shaming. As, long as, as long as you're, <laughs> <laughs> I would say the ones I've mentioned, right. None of those strategies are inherently bad. None of them are even necessarily things you should ignore or things that you wouldn't necessarily use it as a lever at some point, right. but none of them are required. Mm-hmm. And I think what's frustrating here, and I get it, people are human. Mm -hmm. People want to share what worked for them. They want to share their story. They want to share their success. They want to broadcast it because they think if they share their success with the whole world and get everybody on the same board, that it's going to work just the same for every single person. But that's just simply not true. Mm -hmm. We all have different access. We all have different audiences. We all have different levels of privilege. We all have different dollars. And so to say that any one of these strategies is going to be effective for everyone is literally a lie. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. 
I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. You know, you listed off a bunch of things that like people have in different variations. I think one of the key factors that we're also not paying attention to is literally what are you good at? Like not not everyone is good at mass marketing. Not everyone is good at building an email list or hosting webinars or doing a podcast or doing live streams or growing on social media or taking photos. Not everyone is good at that. And just because you're not good at it doesn't mean you have to learn it in order to do it in your business. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's a concept that took me a while to learn of like, okay, not only can I not do that thing, but I can truly just write it out of my memory as an even an option because it's not necessary or we don't have to do that thing. It's just, I saw this post the other day. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast once, but it's really relevant to this conversation. Someone posted something that was like, 
when did we just skip right ahead to just talking about everyone wanting to have a million dollar business and a multi-million dollar business? When did we like stop acknowledging that like, okay, so segue to my segue. I was watching this TikTok the other day and someone was talking about, oh, it was a guy. He was saying something like, if my wife makes six figures, I'm doing the cooking, I'm doing the cleaning, I'm mm-hmm. doing all the things or whatever. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Love that. And then there were a handful of comments where there, someone goes, six figures just isn't what it used to be. Like you would need more than six figures. So I, my first TikTok reply ever to a comment, I've never replied to anything on TikTok ever. I just watch and scroll and I send it to people. I do not comment on TikToks, but I commented on this one and I replied to the comment of someone saying six figures just isn't what it used to be. And I literally said, you know that $999,999 is six figures, right? Like, the belief is six figures is only $100,000 and that's it. And there's no space in between $100,000 and a million dollars that just doesn't exist and it doesn't count and it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering when we forgot that, that huge chunk of numbers. Oh, yeah. I think it just sounds easier to talk about the bigger thing. And totally, like we were talking to a an applicant for our incubator program just yesterday. And she was talking about, I don't feel like I fit the mold. Like I'm running into all of these things that I just feel like are stacked against me. Like I live in California and the cost of living is higher. And I am the breadwinner because I work outside the home. And I don't know how to make this transition. I don't know how to make this leap. And just feeling like this immense sense of pressure when you're already supporting your family. Like it's just kind of bullshit because all of this stuff that's happening is a form of manipulation because the marketing pros out there that are trying to convince you that one particular marketing strategy is either A, better than another, or B, entirely necessary for you, they are doing it for their benefit, not for yours. Yeah. It's easy for someone to say that building a list is the crucial, most important element you ever need to do in your business when they also sell a course about building a list. Right. Insert any example there, succeeding on TikToks or Reels or Instagram or social or like anything. And I just want us to vet a little bit. And we mentioned this mm, in a training. When did we say this? Maybe here where we are kind of really pushing you guys to not just vet the people you're learning from in the sense of, is this something I need to know right now? Is it in alignment with the goals that I want to achieve right now? Mm -hmm. But also vetting are the people teaching this and serving this, offering this service, actually living a life in a business that I feel like is doable for me because it's one thing to be preaching about a life first business and only working two minutes a day when they can't clock out. They haven't been to one of their kids events in seven years. They don't take vacations. They don't cook. They don't see their partner. They don't hang out. They don't do game night, like whatever version of that is, right? Versus learning from someone and and implementing strategies from someone who's like, you know, walk in the walk, walk in the walk, when whatever the walk it is that you want them to walk, all of those walks are different, mm-hmm. but like actually pay attention to the way that people are living their lives. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I get it. Like you just want the answer. You want to know what's the lever I need to pull. What's the thing I need to be doing. And 
I'll tell you right now, you don't have to pay me a damn cent. The lever you need to be pulling is the one that's working. And sure, you absolutely have to experiment to identify what that could be for you. But usually it's a very simple lever. P.S. Levers are simple machines. Do we, I will take you back to grade school if we need to. <laughs> okay. Levers are a simple machine. And what do machines do? Machines like build things, right? And so what is one thing where you can pull and do the thing and it's simple and it allows you to unlock whatever. So I would say for the majority of our clients, the lever that tends to work most for them is referrals. Mm -hmm. I would say that makes up the majority of their business. Do they get things from other places? Sure, absolutely. And as they become more well-known and more talented and have greater expertise, they absolutely start having this almost attraction marketing thing happening where people come to them because they know they're talented. And you can come to that without an online presence. Right. I also think there's a large portion of our clients who specifically are known in just their region, like they're local. Mm -hmm. And so their business market is in their zip code or like a couple surrounding cities, right? And they have the desire to quote unquote grow online, but it doesn't necessarily need to be that complicated to get more business. Mm Because what you're saying you actually want is you want to be able to stay home, (laughs) 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 which There's a difference between staying home and making your business grow and like truly growing like an online global enterprise. Like they're not the same thing. Right. Right. I just think it's really been, it's been easy to get the goals that service providers have intermingled with the goals that one to many digital marketers have. And to feel like as a service provider that you're not doing it right if you don't have a seven-figure goal and you're not doing it right if you're not present online and that you're not trying the latest social strategy and you're not doing it right if no one knows who you are. And it's not for everyone. There are definitely people out there who want to be online personalities and grow and have more influence and impact in a different way. And I love that for you. If that's you, Freaking go for that. I just also think that there's the quiet crowd over here who's been feeling left out, who's been feeling like they have to try on all these hats that make them uncomfortable for no reason. Like, not that the reason isn't true, but like, because they've been shamed to say, if you don't feel uncomfortable while growing your business, you're doing it wrong. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I would like every stage of my growth to be comfortable on some level, on a realistic level. Yeah, I'm not going to say there's not going to be a little bit of fear or a little bit of self-doubt or a little bit of like mind junk you have to work through for sure. Yeah. But you should not. And this is where I started to realize that maybe there were some things we needed to change about the way we were doing business. But back to 2018, not necessarily now, but like a couple of years ago, I was starting to feel like, does this even represent me anymore? Right. Or what I believe in or what I think is okay. It started to feel a little shady. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, it doesn't have to. Like, literally at all. P.S. I put this unpopular opinion 
maybe it's popular among the people listening. And I would like to think so because you guys yeah, know. If everyone's like, you're preaching to the choir. I agree. If you do DM us. <laughs> if you don't agree, I don't want to hear it. It's true. I really don't. But <laughs> I posted about this and I was like expecting some pushback. For the most part, I only got one person who was like, well, but this thing was really big for me. And I was like, right, for you. You cannot then blanket statement say that everyone needs to do that thing and that it's going to work for them in the same way that it worked for you. My main thing here is I'm just over these broad sweeping statements that really deserve 75 disclaimers all the time. Right, right. Well, and here's the thing too, is like, take whatever strategy that is, right? And that could be working for that person this year this quarter right now, but it could also drastically change next year or the year after that. Oh, yeah. The things that we're talking about, about basic business foundations, the method in which you seek referrals, the method in which you build relationships, you get to pick and choose about what's working and what feels good. But the fact that referrals still work today and they worked a hundred years ago, isn't going to change. Put this on my gravestone. Do it. Carve it right now. Do business the way your grandparents would have done business. (laughs) For real. Like, all of Like, not in the shady, gross boomer ways. Don't do it like that. No, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's foundations. Like, before the internet, you built relationships. You had connections. You had literal Rolodexes. And like, it's frustrating to say, bring back the Rolodex. It's frustrating to say like the the internet is the end all be all. I'm not saying you shouldn't leverage the internet or you shouldn't use things to make your life simpler. We use digital strategies all the time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the foundations of it are different. Mm -hmm. You have to look at the basics. You have to look at the way things are done. Okay. You're saying an email list is like the best thing ever. Okay. What is an email list actually doing for you? Right. An email list is building trust and gaining you relationships. Business foundation here is relationships, connectivity, community. Okay. But you can do that in like any channel, hundreds of different ways. Yep. Yep. And there's not a right or wrong answer. Right. Right. Thank you for agreeing with me, Emily. (laughs) No, but it's been helpful to see that other people feel similarly. Like I had a marketing agency owner. She says she's been doing this for 11 years. And she's like, all the yes. (laughs) And she's like... And might I add that 90% of what's being taught is all smoke and mirror vanity metrics and won't create a sustainable business model. Yep. Yep. And ultimately, that's what we want for you is, you know, I was talking with a client the other day and she's hesitant from, she's been holding on to her part-time job for literal years. She's been in our community for like six years at this point. And she's had her, she still calls it a side hustle. Um, on the side for that amount of time. And she's been teetering on the side hustle, being part-time and then sliding back. And then, oh, maybe it could be full-time, but sliding back. And a lot of it's out of fear of, okay, well, if it's full-time, then that means I quit my part-time job. And what does that mean? And so she flat out responded and said something like, my fear is that I'm giving up consistency and insurance, that I won't have that. And I'm like, okay, but you can, you will have, like, you can have that. 
Like, so it, it is not one or the other. Mm-hmm. It is not this one is more secure than the other. For the love of God, like the last two years have taught us that more than anything. Right. You yeah. could work for anyone and it is just as secure as working for yourself tomorrow. Right. I would say by working for yourself, you generally have more control. You differently, you have more opportunities to like pivot quickly or like uh-huh. do something in the moment or even maybe do a strategy that earns you that right now cash to create exactly. a cushion. Yes. That you wouldn't necessarily have if you were working for someone else. You're kind of at the whims to their decisions, yep. which I mean, there is no shame in working for other people. No, if you want to no. work for other people, do it. That exactly. is not what I'm saying here at no. all. No. But you deserve the opportunity to choose. Yes. Yes. And just because you do work for someone else doesn't mean there's any more consistency or guaranteedness in that space than going out on your own. And so just some thoughts to kind of tinker with a little bit. And I really, I want to kind of leave you with the overall, like the fight at the beginning, the duking it out at the beginning of what does marketing versus serving really mean to you? And when you think of marketing, what does that mean? And when you think of serving, what does that mean? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all definition for everyone. Yeah. It's definitely fluid, especially in the last couple of years that the, the internet online space has been taking off. So what does it really mean to you? And I guarantee you that there are more marketing aspects in the way that you're serving than you think. Yeah. And I want to help you identify what those are because yeah. they're working. Yeah. If you need help like digging through what is working and what makes sense for me and what lever should I pull, like I'm happy to talk to you. Like send me a DM over at Boss Project and I would love the opportunity to dig in and really figure out what is working. And I would love the opportunity to work with you on a deeper level. We're doing this with our clients right now and we are so excited about our new program and what we've launched inside the incubator so much so that we've developed this entire private training that you have to be an accepted applicant to even get access to. But it's really all about how can you build a business that is completely in alignment with the kind of life you want to live, giving it the hours that you actually have, And is there an opportunity for growth there? Because I think people feel like they hit a ceiling and there's just no way out. So we're unlocking what it looks like to get out of that grind so that you can get back to a point where you feel in control, where you feel like you are pushing your business forward. And I'm so excited about what this could look like for you. So definitely head over to bossproject.com slash incubator. Send us a DM at Boss Project. We want to talk. We want to see you grow. We want to see you thriving because you're doing things that feel right, that feel good, that fill you up and are making a difference in your business and giving you the choice to decide what makes sense for you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.